0: Hello and welcome to the Minimum Competence episode for February 6, 2023. I'm your host for today, Gina Leahy, a real estate and finance attorney from Philadelphia. Today, we'll be discussing Elon Musk's surprising dodge of liability, the FTC's objections to Meta's purchase of a VR fitness app, 3M's attempt at the Texas two step, and Wells Fargo's gamble that allegedly cost investors at least $500 million. Let's jump in. A U.S. jury found Elon Musk and Tesla not liable for misleading investors in 2018 when Musk tweeted about having allegedly secured funding to take the electric car company private. Tesla shareholders claimed Musk misled them when he tweeted that he was considering taking the company private and had, quote, funding secured. The tweets caused Tesla's stock to soar and then fall again after it became clear the buyout would not happen. The plaintiffs had sought billions in damages claiming Musk's tweets misled investors and violated securities regulations. The jury reached the verdict after only two hours of deliberations. During the trial, Musk spent nearly nine. hours on the witness stand, claiming that the tweets were truthful and that he had sufficient funding, including a verbal commitment from Saudi Arabia's sovereign wealth fund. However, he acknowledged that he lacked formal commitments. Musk's attorney argued during closing arguments that Musk made a bad word choice, but, quote, just because it's a bad tweet doesn't make it fraud. The Federal Trade Commission has lost its request for a preliminary injunction against Facebook-owned Meta Platform's purchase of Within Unlimited, a virtual reality fitness app maker. The FTC claims that Meta was considering expanding its Beat Saber VR game with a potential partnership with Peloton until it learned that Apple was in talks to acquire Within Unlimited, which makes the VR fitness app supernatural. The terms of Meta's acquisition haven't been publicly disclosed, but the FTC has argued that Meta could build its own VR fitness app internally and the deal would harm actual potential competition and result in Meta becoming a VR monopolist. If the preliminary injunction had been granted, it would have meant that the deal could not continue until the FTC held an in-house trial on the merger. In a heavily redacted ruling by the U.S. District Court for the Southern District of California, issued January 31st and unsealed on Friday, the court found that the FTC failed to show that Meta was genuinely likely to enter the virtual reality fitness app space on its own without the deal. Despite rejecting the initial challenge, the court extended the temporary restraining order until February 7th. Active duty soldiers and veterans with hearing loss claims against 3M have asked an Indiana judge to dismiss a bankruptcy case filed by 3M subsidiary Aero Technologies. The committee representing the 200,000 service members says that Aero's bankruptcy case relies on rulings that allowed Johnson & Johnson's TELC unit to continue its bankruptcy case. However, the 3rd Circuit overturned those rulings, leading the service members to argue that the Indiana court should do the same. The soldiers claim that 3M is using the bankruptcy process to gain a tactical advantage in the thousands of pending legal cases over its military earplugs and that the bankruptcy was not filed in good faith. 3M defended the Arrow bankruptcy as a way to reduce the cost and time of resolving the earplug cases. Two investors, Michael Dillon and Mark Kafka, have filed a class action suit against Wells Fargo Securities LLC, alleging that the bank cost them at least $500 million when it forced the liquidation of their investments in the LJM Preservation and Growth Fund in February 2018. The fund, which lost 80% of its value, was trading as LJMIX. The investors claim that the bank acted recklessly and with willful malfeasance when it ordered the fund to immediately liquidate the entire portfolio. Wells Fargo had no right to do so, according to the complaint. The bank's actions resulted in the irreversible loss of 500 to $800 million to investors of the LJM Preservation and Growth Fund. The suit includes claims of gross negligence, fraud, breach of contract, and more. Thanks so much for listening to Minimum Competence, your daily news podcast for lawyers. If you're looking for more than Minimum Competence, links to further reading on all of the topics touched on today are in the show notes. If you have any questions or story suggestions, find us on Mastodon on the Esquire.social instance. We also have a link aggregator in the Fediverse at links.esq.social, where some of our stories will be sourced from, so feel free to sign up and submit there. We are especially interested in legal happenings from our listeners outside of the United States. If you have an interesting case or story, consider recording a 30-second to 2-minute clip on your phone and sending it in. We'd love to run it. Contact information is in the show notes. Minimum Competence is part of the ESQCast network of podcasts and streams on esqstream.com. Catch you back here tomorrow, and until then, revel in your Minimum Competence.